0: Hello, and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. Sitting next to me is our dear, dear co-host, Eamon. Eamon, what's up?
1: Hey, how you doing? You can we find
0: are. him on Twitch. Eamon from Twitch. That's X X.
1: On Twitch, yeah. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you already know, though, because you guys are all over my content, I can tell. <laughs> but uh, uh,
0: today we have a big episode. We're going to be... Later on, we are going to be interviewing uh, Sh- Shama Benefits. Shama Benefits from Uganda. The first interview, though, will be with Tom Lenore. So we have two interviews to get to. which Tom Lenore and Shama Benefits. Straight from the heart of Uganda... He's a filmmaker from Uganda trying to make a difference, but first off, we have today's beer of the day, and today's beer of the day is cup beer.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it looks like ramen noodles.
0: It's a, it's a, So cup beer is a noodle flavored beer. It is four point four percent in alcohol by volume. So really, if it
1: if it doesn't take. <laughs> There's not much alcohol at all. It's if it
0: doesn't just, taste good, then it's not worth it because it's not gonna get you drunk. <laughs> not gonna get you drunk. <laughs> not gonna get, it's, get you buzzed.
1: It looks like ramen juice. Like yeah. left. Like when you make ramen noodles and there's leftover like water that you're like has. It the- it's always the juice that you're like trying to decide like whether to drink it or not at the end. Okay. Now, now just add like add alcohol to it, and that's what these people, I guess, thought would be a great idea.
0: Looks like their uh, slogan is craft beer or death. <laughs>
1: or maybe uh, both. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, this beer is brewed with ramen noodles, lime zest, ginger, lemongrass, and seaweed curd sea salt. Okay,
1: so so it's not going to be totally... It's disgusting.
0: uses 8, so it's not bitter at all. No bitterness to it. We're not going to get much of a hop flavor.
1: I'm going to smell it. It smells like ramen noodle. Well, I don't know. It smells like lemon ramen. So you know what we should do is actually after this, we should just like make ramen noodles and then put like a shot of whiskey in it or something (laughs) and see if that tastes better. (laughs) You think? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, hold on. Let me smell it too. Oh my God! Wow, that uh, on the smellometer, that is zero of z- <laughs> zero of one hundred. It smells know. like lemons. Lemons, I, dude! It smells like, like old ramen juice, dude. Oh, maybe we should have like shaken the beer or something, like. <laughs> oh, like you do for noodles. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <You laughs> here, here, look, we need to. No, uh, because mine is mostly getting, the like, foam. The, but I bet it's separated. When you got this beer, was it like, did it look like it's been sitting there? Well, of course it was. It's ramen noodle beer. (laughs) So it was sitting there for a while, right? And then, like, (laughs) I think it just naturally separated.
0: Oh, my God. Go ahead and try this beer.
1: Wow, they are not kidding when they say lemon zest. Yeah, it tastes like. That was, they put a whole lot of it. Or wait, is it lime? Is it lime zest? It, might, it might be lime zest is what it was.
0: Oh lime zest and lemongrass. I,
1: I feel like I feel like they tried to like overpower it with it's the, like, yours the, is, the lime.
0: Yours is a little stronger than mine. I got more lime. You think so? That's weird. I think I, I think I think cause mine was mostly foam Mine was mostly foam. Or is it the same to you?
1: No, yours is a bit more
0: Yeah. Yeah, mine's a bit more limey for some yeah, reason it's
1: really hard to d- describe um so i mean I, i'm glad that it's not like just ramen water no it's like what it is is, i feel like they they took a flavor they had a flavor and then they added like a whole lot of lime zest to it. Like, yeah this is, this is essentially lime lime juice beer I'm not really tasting any ginger. It's all, all, it's all lime. But your breath, your breath is gonna taste like ramen noodles. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, if are looking at smell <laughs> your breath and be like, "Ugh, that's funny."
0: I don't think I, I didn't find that it was exactly uh, on point with the flavors that it said on the bottle. So that's a minus few points from me.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. Not about. high.
0: It's not that high in alcohol, so you're not gonna have fun with this beer. Uh, it's interesting.
1: I think anything, the, the aesthetics of the bottle. And yeah, like, yeah, the aesthetics are nice. Like the the beer, like it it looks intriguing, and the entire noodle aspect of it, like that's that's interesting. Like this would be a good one-time like gag gift or something. Yeah, you know? or like maybe if you just are bored, if you're bored, come and be <laughs> <laughs> ramen cup beer. This is the beer for you.
0: <laughs> this is the beer for you. I'm gonna give it a somewhere between a three and four, maybe a four, uh, three. There's no flavor to this. It's just lime.
1: I'm gonna give it a uh, a ninety-nine cents. Um, possibly, possibly keep keep you full. That's I know rating. what the
0: hell ramen is cheap and this was seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I feel screwed. I feel totally screwed. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and move along and talk to Tom Lenoir. Lenoir, I'm sure he'll <laughs> correct me. <laughs> I'm horrible with names. Well, a few of our guests recently have been from overseas, and and I, I have that uh <laughs> the American disability when it comes to saying names. But um, <laughs> we're gonna move on to him. Talk to him. He's a UK director who has a feature film on all sorts of platforms from Hulu to Amazon. Let's shift over to him in three, two, one. Dom Lenore. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the, uh, the fabric of that. No, it's uh, it's Lenoir, but it's uh, it's oh. called a French actually.
1: Okay. Oh, Lenoir, uh, <laughs> our madman. That's I, the American I, no, coming out. I, I almost pronounce it like that, but I didn't want to sound like I don't know, like pretentious. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to well, come no. off too pretentious. <laughs> 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 but uh,
0: but anyways, uh, how you doing? This is the Opinions and Beer podcast. Uh, we've okay. we've we've grown a liking to uh, interviewing uh, filmmakers recently. Uh, they've been really fun to talk to. So that brings us that brings us to you, uh, Mr. Dom. Uh, I, I see you made a feature film. Uh, could you tell us a little about? Well, first, can you tell us a little about a bit about yourself?
2: So I'm a director based in the UK. Um, I've been making films for about twelve years now, um, and this is my first major feature, which is called Winter Ridge, and it's psychological thriller uh, with a lot of drama moments in it as well and it's set in a remote part of England. So my background is I read a lot of fiction when I was younger I loved the kind of Hollywood theme stuff like Indiana Jones, Star Wars, all the kind of blockbusters and the classics from America and I started off making skate films and then slowly drifted into a bit more towards directing um, I came across Clint Eastwood as a director when I was at university and watched Mystic River and at that point I kind of realized I wanted to do directing. So from there I've kind of been making films ever since.
0: That's really cool. You said uh, skate films?
2: Yeah, skate films, uh, like, like skateboarding. Oh,
0: skateboarding? Um,
2: how's the uh, yeah.
0: How's the skateboarding scene out
1: there? Oh, in the UK? I bet it's fucking crazy.
2: Well, you, you, it's funny, actually, uh, because um, I was watching that film that um, Jonah Hill directed recently, mid-90s, um, and it's all about the L.A. skate scene. And the funny thing is, I, I basically came from a, a place in south of England, uh, and it was like a small kind of coastal place by the sea, um, but it was like almost identical kind of set up like everyone used to go around and they'd have hip-hop playing on a ghetto blaster on their shoulders and (laughs) you'd all go down the beach in the afternoons and and everyone would skate together and you'd have fires and beers and barbecues and all that kind of thing and you'd always be out sort of you know breaking (laughs) not breaking in seriously but breaking into different (laughs) spots yeah yeah uh, just just going places which were you know out of use and and all that so So, um, all of your friends uh,
1: all of your friends know how to do kick flips, etc. Right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it was a very, it's a very. Simple. And then I went to um, Venice Beach a couple of years ago, it was almost like identical, kind of um, just, just feeling like you know the, the ethos of the skateboarding and and that whole vibe. So it was a really cool place to uh, come from and and uh, yeah, just made some really interesting stories out of making skate films. Uh, the skateboarding was never very good, but so, the are, stuff that you are, pick
0: you, <laughs> are you a big uh, are you a big Jason Ellis fan?
2: Well, bit, uh, not uh, not massively aware of.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, okay. <laughs> I, right,
2: I was into right. I was into like Chad Musker when I was uh, yeah when I was young,
1: yeah that's pretty yeah back in the So if you, if you don't mind, you mentioned that uh, uh, after watching Clint Eastwood uh, direct a few things, that that kind of was a big inspiration to you. What would you say would be the most inspirational movie of his that helped kind of drive you
2: forward? Uh, well, Mystic, Mystic River was the one that first kind of made me evaluate wanting to be a director. But I'd say Million Dollar Babies probably my one of my favorite two films in general, uh, and that, that's probably one of my favorite kind of dramas it's like a very good hard hitting good message well uh well directed kind of meaningful story which is kind of what it is yeah i, I remember so,
0: when i remember when it came out and everyone uh loved it uh i don't i don't hear it get talked about it enough actually i've noticed
2: no, and it's 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 a shame. Like sometimes, like really good, simple dramas just don't get the recognition they deserve. Um, I noticed that. Um, I mean, it's it's not actually directly linked, but I, I've seen in the uh, the Oscar nominations for this year, and uh, there's a couple couple of good good dramas that have been left out. Um, and uh, yeah, it's surprising sometimes things get overlooked.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. Now your uh, your film Winter Ridge. Uh, how did you uh, you wrote and direct this, or d- just directed?
2: Uh, so I didn't write it. Um, I was the director, and I was also one of the producers who started the project. So okay. those are my two, two hats I was wearing while I was doing it.
0: What kind of uh, what kind of creative? Do you have any uh, creative freedom being the director on this one, or were you? Uh, did you? Was it a little bit more strict? <laughs>
2: Uh, no, so I mean that's that's the good thing of the good thing about producing, is that you you kind of uh, have quite a big say in shaping the project uh, all the way along. Yeah. Um, so just just by default, because I um, I worked with a guy called Matt Hookings, who's also the lead actor, and he's a he's a producer. So kind of got the project off the ground, built the crew. Um, we took on the script and kind of developed the script. But uh, so we kind of shaped everything from an early stage and then, you know, sort of going into production, I had quite a big hand uh, in sort of finding the locations and organizing locations. So it was kind of useful because I was doing stuff that was helping the production save money, but it was also helping me do the kind of film I wanted to do. And then post-production, because the <laughs> two of the producers were abroad, uh, the other one was um, away for a little bit, so I kind of did a, a large amount of overseeing the sort of post production as well. So it worked out really well. And, and then when the producers were sort of needed, they they were available. So I kind of had the time to you know, do the edit myself and uh, kind of get the was after. And then they came in to provide notes. So it all worked out quite nicely for creative direction.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're if you're putting forth that much effort, you better have a damn say, right? yeah very good uh, (laughs) now uh
0: did you did you guys have the uh the writer involved at all or um you you, did you buy the script
2: yeah so um ross uh owen williams was the writer and i'd met (laughs) i'd met him doing a pantomime like a fan short film uh, Virgin Media Shorts competition like many years ago and he was a pantomime villain basically. And uh, just strangely enough, he had this script uh, and it was actually Winter Ridge and it was set in America. Um, but we were we were looking for the right project to do first um, and it was just easier to get this one done. So we, we adapted it for the UK. Um, we did a certain amount of development with the script with Ross, but Ross has quite a successful business in uh, mentorship. Um, like business mentoring, and got a family. So he wasn't able to kind of go full-time on it, and we were looking to kind of get production pretty quick. So we took the script after he'd kind of adapted it for the UK, and we did a few, like, polishes and, uh, to kind of get it in place for um, ready-to-shoot in the UK.
0: What, uh, what parts of the UK were you filming at?
2: So it was all shot in a place called Linton and Linmouth, which is in the middle of Exmoor which is kind of on the west uh slightly north part of the west of England southwest of England uh, and it's like a really ominous location that's got <laughs> these uh, like Scandinavian or Canadian kind of black rocks everywhere and it's uh it's quite a mysterious looking place that's Probably really cool. end, you know, difficult to get to yeah
0: uh, what 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 does it take? Uh, when you go when you do location scouting, do things just kind of th- uh, speak to you? Are you?
2: Uh... Yeah, no, completely. Um, so I mean, this this one we I was kind of looking everywhere in England for somewhere that didn't feel like it was just another English cop drama setting in <laughs> kind of farm farmyards and and yeah. you know all that landscape that. England's kind of famous for because I'm, I'm more interested in American cinema. So I was kind of looking for something that had more of a, sort of a prisoner's insomnia kind of feel to it, um, looked everywhere, uh, and you kind of know when you go somewhere if it feels right or if you can kind of fake somewhere to look like the kind of place you want it to be, and um, went around all around uh, different places in the north, the south, uh, the west, and, and, and everywhere, and ended up uh just finding this place and it just ha- had this massive river running through the middle of it and it was it was just kind of dark and foreboding and it just had a, a kind of a look that didn't feel like it was from from england you couldn't place it to be uh, a uk location which for me is is really interesting because it then becomes
0: like a fictional location i'm sorry i so you, you threw me off. You were messing what, with what stuff. What I do? I didn't do You it. were clicking mean, things. I'm, I'm like, what are you doing? No,
1: I'm just trying to click, bringing, bringing things uh, Okay. Up. Uh, I'm um, sorry. But... Yeah, we actually watched the uh, the trailer to Winter Ridge uh, recently. And man, I, I, I have to say, like, you, you did a phenomenal job. It looks very interesting. Oh,
2: thank you. Yeah. you to watch the film now as
1: well? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, whenever,
0: whenever yeah, it's
2: Yeah. What, uh, yeah, what's uh, –
1: How
0: is it being distributed?
2: So in the USA, it is out with Gravitas Ventures. Um, So it's on all the usual platforms. I think it's on Hulu as well. Um, But it's on the the usual places like, um, yeah, online, Amazon Prime, uh, iTunes, all that. And uh, there's a lot of American platforms uh, as well that you can find on.
0: That's really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome that you were able to get to on Hulu.
2: Yeah, it's really good. We're quite pleased with uh, yeah, getting out to America. It, I mean, we've done we've done quite a lot of our um, our festival run in America as well, so it was always a natural progression to try and get distribution in America because we were kind of trying to make an American detective drama, but in England. So it <laughs> seems like. A
0: good Is that <laughs> good kind audience? of a, I know you mentioned to me something about uh, you your USA aspirations. Is that kind of like where you're leaning towards? You want to start doing more um, American type films, or or how's that work? Yeah.
2: Yeah, completely, yeah. Um, So my next film is set in Scotland and also Georgia, uh, USA, and that's like more of a suspense drama, um, but still very cinematic and sort of character-led. So yeah, that's that's kind of my, that's going to be my first American-led project there's probably more of it set in America than, than not. And the, the goal is definitely to move out to America because, yeah, I mean, that's that's the kind of... I just think the, the, the cinema out there is very appealing. Um, the outlook, as well is very different. Like in the UK, it can be very pessimistic. And um, if you've got big, big goals, people aren't always that keen to kind of support it. Whereas in, in America, people yeah. are you know, sort of really inspired and, and very open to... Um, giving people a chance to do something big yeah
1: if 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 you come out here and you you show people that you're trying and that you're you're aiming for for big then they'll acknowledge that and they'll they'll immediately understand i can see where you can say like people from the uk are a little bit more skeptical about things and it's always the ones kind of around you that it feels like sometimes are the most skeptical which is a shame but yeah uh, sometimes just a new layout a new new uh, faces around you dude that can totally change everything
2: yeah no exactly and, and uh, yeah I mean the more the more people I meet from from LA um, the more yeah the more I'm sort of just leaning towards that's going to be the move really long long term
0: and it's cool that you mentioned that you wanted to film in uh, in Georgia or location based in Georgia because actually uh, Atlanta's uh, growing growing quite rapidly in the uh, in the film. The film area, so now it's like New York, Los Angeles, and Atlanta, Georgia, are the three uh, yep. three big film places in America right now.
2: Yeah, no, no, it is, and it's. Um, I mean, you've got a lot of blockbusters shot there, and it's it's got very good tax tax relief, basically. So if you spend, <laughs> oh yeah,
0: probably, probably
2: you spend, you spend money there, then you get you get a, get money back, which is basically what the dream for film, because you get more for your budget. So it's, um,
0: I never even thought about yeah,
2: that. Yeah interesting look to it as well i think it's got an interesting aesthetic so
0: actually i that's this is the first time i've ever thinking about how expensive it probably is the film in los angeles and 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 i was i was always wondering why in the hell are they going to atlanta georgia but
1: now that makes yeah. it perfect sense you can imagine all of the crazy taxes they're probably trying to throw on people right now well i mean oh, yeah Lord. you got
0: they get taxed now for the like was the battery power that's used in the camera <laughs> oh, <God>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> literally everything get yeah, taxed for breathing yeah tax <laughs> for, for tax breathing. breathing you got
0: uh, you can only yeah, do uh
2: <laughs> i mean in in la it's it's very it's very expensive to film because the permits that, that run the whole place are just yeah you've got to have a lot of money to Film there, and even Hollywood doesn't really shoot there that much. Um, at least in the kind of you, either shoot inside the kind of the studio system, yeah. Um, but then if you sort of shoot in the wider uh, California area, it can be pretty expensive. So uh, it's not, you know, it's, it's quite easy to, to go other places where there's incentives, and, and it actually, you know, if you're saving like twenty, if you're getting twenty or thirty percent of your budget back sometimes on on you know credit credits, then uh, quite a big amount of money.
0: Yeah. Now I see that your uh, your film's being promoted, Are is this uh, being distributed by uh, Camelot Films?
2: Hmm, yeah, so Camelot Films are um, a production company in the UK, and Matt, uh, that I mentioned earlier, the actor in Winter Ridge, is the founder of that company, um, so yeah, his, his company had a lot of uh, stuff to bring to, to Winter Ridge, and... We also run a film course, um, myself and Matt, um, which is also through Camelot, and uh, yeah, we we do a lot of different things together through the company, so.
0: Is that how you two uh, connected?
2: Uh, So we we connected through a guy called Andre Govia, uh, who's kind of a bit of a renegade. Um, He goes goes around and films in abandoned buildings, um, and he's got a book um, that's doing really well, Basically, sort of does a lot of asylums and uh, really interesting kind of derelict uh, buildings. But he's also a cinematographer and he's also a uh, gaffer. And I met Matt, who is living in a uh, one of those <laughs> those properties where you you sort of guardianship the property um, while while it's between being sold or you know being ready to demolished or, or whatever. And Andre Andre was friends with Matt um we met looking for a location for my film and and matt had just written this film noir um and was looking for a director so we kind of connected on that we did the film together which is called Shoe polish which is on vimeo um and yeah we kind of went off and developed our own films for must have been like three or four years and then kind of came back together for winter ridge
1: yeah so it was kind of like a you scratch my back I scratch yours kind of thing and then progress from there to like almost a partnership. That's, that's, that's yeah. interesting.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, basically, basically, um, you know, Matt, Matt's got another bigger project that he was, uh, that had been in development for a long time. Um, I'd already done a couple of smaller features and I was looking to do like a first or sort of major one. And for him, it was like a good middle ground for some of these investing that Less risk than something that costs like four or five million pounds. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. And you a platform—it's
1: really cool, man. Uh, I'm I'm liking the sound of it. Um, so, do you think that uh, you're going to be working with Matt on your your next project in the future as well?
2: Yeah, no, I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a collaboration. Um, I mean, the thing is, the thing is with film, it, sometimes you you go away and you make a couple of projects, um, you know, on your own, or different people have different things that they're doing. Um, but generally, you always end up working together in in some capacity. Um, so hopefully he'll be on my next one. It depends on whether his uh, boxing film goes first, oh, because okay. that's possibly going to be at the same time as, as my next one. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's planned to move to LA as well. Uh, I'm aiming for here, so definitely a lot of American films to collaborate on in the future, hopefully.
0: That's really cool. Uh, Now, uh, going back to uh, Winter Ridge, I want to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, How long, from start to finish, how long did it take you to do the project?
2: So it was actually really quick. Um, It was less than a year from getting the script from where it was set in America to developing it and shooting the film and getting the whole thing edited and sort of done post-production. It was uh, about a year. It was like October till October. Um, and then we spent the last year um, basically doing the festival circuit and we also did a run the UK so it was kind of a year for filming and a year for promotion.
0: Well that's really cool. Uh, did you experience any any difficulties while filming?
2: Uh, many difficulties, yeah. There's <laughs> always, always difficulties to film. Um, the main issue was we had 17 days to shoot and we over 25 locations that's eight pages a day which is kind of double what you'd like to be doing um, there was lots of complicated stunts we're in the middle of nowhere and uh, one of our main locations which was a hospital fell through overnight uh, in the middle of the shoot so we had to kind of completely reschedule um, send people back to London to bring hospital beds down we had to plaster walls and, and redo these three different locations to look like different bits of a hospital um, so that was all incredibly hectic, um, and uh, yeah, quite.
0: Jesus, cool things, really. <laughs> well, that's yeah. a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: yeah. C- I can imagine a film of this magnitude would would have quite a quite a bit of things going on. Yeah, for sure. So, what would you say, in your opinion, uh, is your favorite part of the filmmaking process? I know that's a broad statement, but.
2: Uh, I it's very i mean i think shooting is generally the most fun um it, it can get it can get quite tiring um but the the you know, the kind of the, the community that you have on set is always is always very enjoyable so that's probably like the most thrilling part there's a certain buzz that comes from when the project's starting to you know you get that first spark where it's like starting the engine and it's you know everything really starts kicking to gear. that's a that's always a really good moment as well um and I guess one of my other favorite moments is probably not even necessarily the edit maybe like the because the edit's good because you start to see it come together but it's, it's nice when you get into the color grade and you can put the the kind of the look of the film on it it's quite a relaxing process and um doing the that and the sound it, it's it's a nice kind of wind down from all the
1: Havoc of production. <laughs> yeah, most most of the problems are already behind you, so you can see the end and goal. Yeah, I can see how that'd exactly. be really, really comforting. Yeah. Now, uh, obviously,
0: one of some of the biggest uh, questions from upcoming film uh, filmmakers, uh, especially, are like, what what kind of equipment were you using? Uh, what can you recommend for filmmakers to do and not to do? Um,
2: well, that's a that's a very that's a very big question. Um, so. I'll answer that in two parts. So the the first thing is like my first um, my first two features I shot for like no money basically, and there wasn't really much of a crew. Uh, It was just like me and another guy, and I think it's a really worthwhile uh, undertaking just so that you understand how to make a full length film. So you go through the process of editing, like do all the stuff like filming, sound. Um, you know, not something that's going to cost you a, a great deal of money, but something where, you know, you kind of go through that experience and it, it could be a, a feature or it could be like making a bunch of shorts, if you don't fancy doing a feature. But I found the process was very helpful and, and it was just on, you know, consumer-level cameras. Um, so back, back then it was like Sony's, like not even just about HD, I think they were like 720p. So um, I don't think it's important like what you shoot on. Um, but my, my advice is to just go out and shoot it. I don't necessarily think that university is the way forward. Uh, having been through that process, I think the case is the, the more films you make, the more you understand how to make good films. So just go out and make a couple of, okay. make like three or four, you know, shorts, learn the process, and then start to spend a bit more on your shorts. Like be, be a lot more ambitious, um, you know, make something that costs you a few thousand uh, shoot, shoot broad, like set yourself some real challenges. So you've got to aim incredibly high, um, and yeah. And my last feature was was obviously like a, a massive increase in budget. It wasn't just cameras that you can kind of you know get from you know photography cameras, which I definitely recommend shooting now. And we we shot on Red uh, Weapon uh, for our. So that's kind of like professional sort of mar- yeah, level. definitely.
0: Those are those are the. Those are the uh, yeah, bigger than your home budget.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but you don't you don't need to do that for your. The thing is, you don't need to do that for your, your first films, and and you can you can easily shoot on DSLRs. Like the Sony cameras are really good. I've got um, an A7S II, uh, um, which is like a really nice, light, uh, cool camera to use. Um, so yeah, I mean, just just go and shoot. I think I think the key is you can make can increase the quality of what you do until the point where you're making films where you're thinking okay I'm being held back by my equipment and then at that point you've probably amassed enough um, you know crew or people who are thinking your work's good enough to maybe approach other producers and or start throwing some, some real money into like rentals and then you can obviously like increase your your production values but I think you need to get to a stage where you you, you know that you're making decent level of work and you've gone through a lot of the mistakes because otherwise you're you're kind of throwing money off. um but i'm also um just just to mention another thing like i'm yeah i'm running a, a film uh, event as well which we're hoping to move okay. to la at some point and do a couple out there um the first one is in london uh on 29th which is a week and it's called make your film and uh, it's with uh, Giles Alderson, who's from the Filmmakers Podcast. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, um, but it's basically we're trying to get panelists together uh, to literally go through the process of how to make your first feature film. Because I think there's a lot of courses where um, and sort of panel talks where people are just sort of explaining how, that they're established and they're sort of talking about their recent projects. Yeah, yeah. But, it's, it's but it's set, you instead, it, you're you using it to,
1: to help point. build up other people as well. Is what you're saying? Wow. It's kind of like the training process almost.
2: Mm. Exactly, and I think it's I think it's important because not enough people do try and try and give back to the independent film community. Like it, it is always a struggle, and I think uh, there's a lot of people that you know, tell you no in, in, in the institutions. I mean, you've got to you've got to listen to people who've found inventive ways because yes. you'll, you'll save yourself a lot of headaches, basically.
1: Yeah, you're doing a great job with this, and uh, the fact that you're going out of your way to try and help others. And given such helpful advice, everything you just said right now, like all of those beginning filmmakers, they're gonna sponge that in hopefully, and that'll help in the in the long run. <laughs> well,
2: let's hope so. Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Do you, uh, now? Do you think do you, so? Do you think that it's uh, it's teachable for everyone, or do you think that some people just just may never get it?
2: Um, I think that's I think that's a difficult question. I think I think the, everyone has the ability to be a good filmmaker i don't necessarily think everyone has what it takes to make an oscar-winning film um but i I don't think that's that's like an incurable thing i I think it's just i think it comes down to life experience i think it it comes down to your taste in films like i think one of the, the most uh things i've noticed is like people's taste in films says a lot about what kind of level of film they're they're able to make, and if you can understand the kind of the, the difference between the, the subtleties and, and what what makes a bad film versus a good one, and you kind of hone into what that kind of um, what that important essence of being human is, and you can kind of really tap into those deeper layers of psychology and, and emotion, then you're you're really you're you're really able to hit that kind of top level of of filmmaking, and I think some people maybe. Uh, struggle because they they haven't gone through the life experience or they haven't kind of thought about things in in a certain way, so there's always the opportunity I think to 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 learn to be in that space. So, but I uh,
0: think so transformers can- fans,
2: what's that? So so transformers fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not
0: You don't think they can? Uh, you don't think they're making Oscar Oscar level? <laughs> Oscar level home home films. <laughs> hey, don't
1: don't well, on I, haven't, tra- I haven't seen don't I haven't on the seen Transformers.
0: Okay, so okay, so on,
1: Bumblebee. Uh, don't <laughs> back a bit. No, that's alright. It's an Oscar <laughs> award. <Yeah>. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> don't, don't, t- taking him back. But, a
2: step. I, I, I did, yeah, I mean per- personally, I, like my biggest my biggest gripe, and I don't think Transformers is, is at the the completely at that end of the spectrum. But my, my, my issue is when. Uh, you, you have Hollywood films and they kind of, they, they sell out to the audience almost, um, they, they try and sell out for the audience, but it comes at the cost of actually telling a sort of a believable story. Yeah. Uh, and when you, when you put in moments that are just there in the script to get a laugh, rather than because it comes from the characters of the story, you're kind of selling your, your story and, and the, the longevity of the, the film uh, short. And I think with, people like Christopher Nolan you you show that you can actually have quite cinematic and sometimes cheesy hollywood that still feels believable in in the large part and uh, yeah i think that's that's the key really is to and it all comes down to the scripts and whether you've got a good script and whether you're not you know if you just hack out all the scenes that <laughs> that seem like a bit less action filled because you think it's going to you know do well with the audiences like fair enough but you're not going to have a coherent story and it might not be as memorable a film as it could have been. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, is there anything that we missed? Is there anything you would like to uh, uh, plug or mention?
2: Uh, no, I think I've kind of
0: <laughs> plugged <laughs> everything. You kind of. of covered it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to thank so, you. <laughs> thank you very yeah, much well, for being actually, on.
2: actually, if I could, uh, if I could just quickly, so if everyone, if everyone can follow our um, uh, Make Your Film Facebook page, that'd be really good um i think it's either make your film or make your film 2019 um so if you guys could all follow that because we're going to definitely try and do an la one soon um also if you could follow winter Ridge um and see if you can get a copy give it a nice review if you watch it and i'm available on instagram facebook and twitter as dom Lenoir, not Lenoir. So there we go. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> well, <Dom> Lenore. <laughs>
1: All right. Thanks, Dom. Uh, we really appreciate having you on and taking the time to talk with us.
2: Oh, thanks very much for having
1: me. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, take care, man.
2: Okay. Catch you later.
0: Okay. We're going to move right along here. we got an interview coming up. We're going to switch over very shortly. Hopefully, hopefully everything goes well. I know it's pretty late over there in Uganda. Uh, Right now, I think it's it's close. It's closing in on midnight uh, with them. So I know he's pretty tired. So let's go ahead and shift over and see what we can get and what we can learn. All right. And we're gonna shift over in 3, two, 1. Okay, man. Perfect. Uh, so <laughs> I'm glad to I'm glad to finally have this interview. How do we
3: uh um, How do we pronounce your name? I'm um, Shama Benefits from Uganda, Africa. Oh,
0: that's really cool. Yeah, very
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, you're uh you're in the future. You're nine hours ahead of us.
3: Uh that's cool. It's cool connecting with you, guys. Can you tell us a little bit about
0: um kinda of what you do?
3: Uh, uh to introduce myself I'm Shamma Benefits. Uh I do filming uh, i'm a producer a film producer in africa in uganda i have an agency it's called alpha film academy i'm a director on board uh, this agency is registered as an association as a cbo a community-based organization registered under under the the, the, the ugandan act but uh most purposely uh we're going to talk about my my role in film production and then the b awards.
0: how does your uh, academy work like what do you work on
3: uh mostly we work on social films we work on film uh, uh, we work on films that uh speak about the african social life of living uh me personally we we started to start with uh, this academy was founded in Last year, in in around March last year, 2018, I myself funded, uh, I founded. I started it uh, with a number of people, a couple of people, like three or four. But now it has grown to around 30 to 40 people members that are registered under the academy. Uh, this academy was started with the pu- main purpose uh, of of giving skills to youth around the area. Because where I'm living, we have so many unemployed youth. Most, some of them are studied, some of them went to school, but they don't have jobs. And some of them never went to school. So we are bringing them back to the skills stuff. We are, we are like, it's like a beginning of something that is nothing, not existing. Yeah, exactly. So the academy is mostly to skill the youth to show them what they can do get the, the talent out of them, uh, build this talent, give them what they don't have, and then promote them to, to 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 bring out something that is productive to the community.
0: Wow, that's very commemorable, man. That's really cool yeah how is um how is life in uganda we We don't really hear much about Uganda over here in the states what's all uh what's all happening? No it's very limited
1: what we hear.
3: <laughs> uh, all, I, all, all I can say life in Uganda is cool because it's my country, it's where I'm born, it's where I'm raised, it's where I've studied, and it's where I've got everything that I, I have. Uh, I should say, life is, in Uganda is cool. You should get some time and come and take out look Um Personally, I'm living in it. In a state or district called iganga of uh, some 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 very many kilometers from the city wow uh, it's one of the districts in the eastern uganda the eastern of uganda so the life in uganda is is cool uh the economic status is not so cool just like because even when you google you can know about uganda so many things can tell about Uganda. mostly right now when you google you know they bring only two people bob wayne and president Museveni. uganda has one of the longest serving presidents in the world and then uganda has uh, has uh, bobby wayne the the once the a pop star now, a legislator and wants to be a president, and the, the strongest opposition. So, is I think
1: he's the one that, that's,
0: that's hiding what I would currently. Think. I believe uh, AMN asked if he was uh, one of the. Is he the one that's in hiding right now?
1: Who's in hiding? The pop star that was uh, trying to uh, run for president. Or is the main opposition you? the pop
3: star the pop the pop star is in washington currently he was in 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 jamaica for for the whatever a a festival where he was invited to speak out to the youth and then uh uh, and then and then make his music performances currently he's in washington dc to meet uh, some some Ugandan is there and then he will be back in Uganda some uh, after some some days okay. Yeah, but it's not so much of my thing because I'm not so much into politics. I want us to talk yeah. oh, yeah. everything I, <laughs> I understand
0: so uh, So in alpha <laughs> events, what kind of events do you guys host?
3: Uh, alpha events uh, is an agency it, It's like it, it's like an agency under the Alpha Film Academy. Alpha Events uh, is where we we try to build up the skills. It's where we put the skills into practice. Uh, Alpha Events does video production. It does uh, it does events management. It does content marketing and PR services private public relations services so that's why we try to build up the, the the youth that we're grouping from alpha film academy we bring them to alpha events to put that thing into practice so alpha events is more of a camp of an agency though it's not yet registered as a company but it's it's more of something that builds up the people that, that gives jobs what we want to give out jobs though we, we haven't yet given out jobs whatever they do in alpha events is voluntary because we have given them the schools from alpha film academy and we are we are practicing them in alpha events
1: and helping them yeah. and so it, yeah.
3: right now right now we, we we've organized the, the the award festival it's a collaboration between alpha events and alpha film academy that award festival I will be awarding uh, musicians uh film producers
0: and film actors I, I, yeah I'm looking at some of yours um you know promotional stuff uh Friday's unplugged uh bell bell beer I've never heard of bell beer before but it looks really good so Sharma if you don't mind uh, me
1: asking uh, what would be your uh personally your favorite uh, 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 part of the filmmaking process
3: uh my favorite part about the filmmaking practice is uh is working with good actors is working with good ideas because uh any 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 producer any film director would want to work with the best people uh so every time every time i work with someone and he's grasping the lines very well he's working on point he's acting on point that's that's my, my favorite part but mostly as you know, uh, you told me at the beginning that you've never, you've not heard so much about Uganda. That means Uganda is somehow still low, still down. And when it comes to the, the filming industry, we're still, still very, very, very behind. So, mostly what we need is to push up something. Let, my, let me produce from Uganda, but let that film be watched in America. Let that film be be. be be screened in China. Let that film be screened in, in India. We, we want to push our social life, our local content, to the market up there. But the problem we're in is that we we lack uh, the required equipment. Just like 4K good 4K cameras, uh, good boom mics and whatever 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 equipment will be uh, will be required in filming. We don't have that can produce it so that's the only problem oh is a good part just like he can guess is a good part
0: yeah i can i can see where that would be what would be an issue um we were we were actually just looking at a trailer i don't know if you've seen this movie what movie oh, captain alex i don't know if you've seen that but we're looking at some of the uganda films and they're who, who oh who killed who killed captain alex
3: who killed captain alex yeah those, those guys are called the Wakaliwood. wood the guys who made that film oh you know him yeah i know i know i know the guy i don't remember the name very well but i know the guy he's also one of the guys in uganda that are making uh are trying so much to put up the the, the image through a filming no, uh, oh, that's
0: really cool yeah i mean i yeah, 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 if you, you, if you can stuff. look
3: at my timeline, if you can look at my timeline, I recently, have, I've uploaded, uh, like two hours back, I uploaded my my latest trailer of, of the film called The Abduct. If you can look at my timeline, you can see it. It's my latest film that I'm going to release around March, oh, but I've released the trailer of it. If you can look at it, it's, a, it's an action film. It's about, uh, it's about uh, abduct, abduction. So you, you can look at it and see, I've produced a number of films. I've worked on, on like four to five projects, but currently I'm marketing my, my, my three projects that are recent. One is called The Abduct. That's the, the latest that I'm going to produce to release. Really I have a film called His Love. It's a love story. I have a film called Ali the Village Boy. They're all on YouTube. And most of them if just search on my yeah.
0: yeah. Did did you uh run into any issues while filming the abduct? Oh? Yeah. Did you uh did you happen to run into any uh problems while filming uh the ab up adept- abduct?
3: The abduct, yeah. yeah. Of course, because so many problems, <laughs> the problem, the most problem I want to be open to you, the most problem that we are having, mostly in my film production agency, is that I am the director, uh, I am the cameraman, I am the producer, I am the editor, I am the executive producer, I am the finance, and I'm everything. So the mostly problem that I'm suffering is... Uh, the budget meeting the budget need requirements that's the biggest problem that I'm always facing in all my films because i have to to hire equipment that I'm going to use I don't have professional equipment so whenever I need to do a film i have to to hire equipment i have to 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 pay to pay the the crew that's going to help me I have to 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 buy food for all the time that we're going to spend, a lot, a lot of things. So the the biggest problem is meeting the budget needs requirements.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, what was some of the uh, inspiration that helped drive this, uh, this movie, The Abduct, if you don't mind me asking?
3: The inspiration that does what?
1: The, what, what was the inspiration for your film, The Abduct?
3: The Abduct is, uh, I, I, I should say, it's like a true story. The Abduct, uh, when we, we, I was writing that film, are based on a suburb that is in my home district called Ganga, This is where I live. But There's a certain suburb where young, young girls and young boys um uh, uh, uh driven into acts of drug dealing uh acts of smoking acts of drug abuse and other acts evil acts just because they don't have a good finance they they don't have finance they don't have a good life excuse me they don't have the good life they don't have the finance that they need so they, they end up doing the bad things they end up doing evil things. They end up stealing. They end up using a lot of drugs. They end up uh, 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 dealing in drugs and selling whatever is not is not legal in the government of Uganda. So driven me to, to 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 write that that
1: film. Um, and so you're essentially using this whole process to help build up uh the people around you and help uh help them to have better futures and that's
3: that, that, that's what i'm trying to do and uh, that's why uh i started an organization i could have registered a company i could have registered my own thing i could have started an investment in that small money that i used to register to register an organization and do invest in whatever i've invested in in the organization however small it is but i wanted to build to build a community to 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 put an impact my people because me myself i did much communication uh and and some part of filming at the university but mostly i did much communication and majored in journalism but i'm not a journalist i'm not practicing journalism i'm doing some other thing which is filming film production and marketing and so it means if, if I, I can impact, if I can teach, if I can scale other, other youth, they can also be something in the future. They can also teach others in the future. They can also change, transform lives of people in the future. That's what I believe.
0: How many uh, films have you had submitted to the BEE?
3: Uh, uh, so far, to the B, have submitted two films, and then uh, in the in the in the in the category, I've submitted two films. But again, we are nominated in in two categories. Uh, we are nominated as the best in, in the category of best film agency, the best production group. Which is Alpha Film Academy, and then we have two two nominees in the category of best film, best actor in film. Uh, one guy is called Richard Modasi, the one who acted in I the Vage Boy. And then the other guy is He's called is called i I'm, I'm forget. called Timothy. He he acted in in um, His Love, another film that I've produced. So we thank God. We've got two, two two categories there. Two people nominated in the one category, and then so we we, we expect something good from there. Um,
0: how how do you uh, distribute your films? Like how uh, how available are they to the public?
3: Uh, right now that we, we don't have so much regulations we don't have so much laws that regulate piracy in Uganda uh, our, our films our distribution is is still low to me because what I, what what I what we expect is not what we get when we do we produce our films we expect uh the public to buy them but the public wants them for free so what what we do Right now, currently, I'm I, I, mostly I'm producing to, to build image for my for my people, for my my youth. I want them to be celebrities. I want to, to get images so that we can get in the future. If now, product in, in distribution. When we produce a film, uh, we put it on DVD. When we put that film on DVD, uh, we sell it a minimum of of two thousand shillings. $2, two thousand dollars. Two thousand Ugandan. <laughs> no, not two thousand dollars. <laughs> two thousand Ugandan shillings means, uh, I think, around zero point five dollars. Okay. Yeah, that's it. zero point zero point five dollars. You you get you get two two DVDs for one dollar. So, you, you, we sell we sell them at that price to the to date to the public, to the, to the audience, which is ready to buy. But mostly we distribute it on YouTube, which is free. You upload the movie on YouTube, and then people will watch it from there for free. And at the end of the time, we, 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 we expect reality, but not now, because, because we don't have the required views and
0: what's the your followers uh, that
3: can get us. The
0: what's movie. your uh, YouTube channel?
1: Yeah, do you have a YouTube channel that
3: we can help promote? It's Summer Benefits. Okay. <laughs> Yeah.
0: have you uh, thought about uh posting it uh uploading it to uh amazon prime
3: uh yeah i have heard had about uh uploading on amazon but uh we we're taking it slow because uh i've not i've not gone too much into amazon i've not learned so much about it so i don't know so much about about how it works.
0: Oh, okay. Because um, that's, really, that's, really, that's a real good space, and especially if you have the people that are willing to go and watch it, you can actually start building uh, revenue quite quickly.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, I applied for that on YouTube, uh, but I've not, I've not yet gotten the required views. The required watch time. And the subscribers. You need thousand subscribers. I think I have only around one sixty something. Shit. I don't have bad subscribers. Uh yeah.
0: I don't have the required views. So I am uh, still so low. I have to wait until that time. We had a uh, we had a small accident on this side of the on this side of the mic. I'm sorry about that. But uh Oh easy. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's really cool, you know yeah I'm looking at your uh your youtube now uh I see it has the the trailer on Uh-oh. there uh we were viewing the trailer I was actually viewing the trailer uh kind of on silent it looks really good i mean it looks fun you I mean, for saying you had no uh you had no budget i mean it looks good for no budget so I can tell that you uh you put a lot of work into it. I
3: shouldn't say I put so much work on. I I put so much on here because, just like you, you've seen, the the budget is not high. I used one camera. I used the Canon, my Canon, one thousand two hundred D. I didn't have a boom mic, but I tried to manage the 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 production, the the sound production. Uh, so how long it is? It's just low budget, low budget, low budget.
0: Yeah. How long did it take you to film that movie? Uh, one week. Well, that's pretty. That's pretty good. One week's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um. How how long
0: how long is the feature film gonna be?
3: It's going to be for, uh, forty-five minutes. 45, okay. Fifty minutes.
0: That's new. That's not too short. That's a little bit. That's a little bit uh, above. I think anything above thirty minutes is kind of like right there in the middle between short film and feature. So, um, that's pretty good. Um. So what? Uh, so what all? Uh, what all do you have plans for the for in the future? What can we look forward to from uh, Shama Benefits?
3: <laughs> what What you have to look forward to is more production. From Africa, more stories to every day thing. This is where I grew up from, but it's like I'm I'm getting to learn new things from from people, the old ones and the new ones. I'm getting to learn new things, and from those new things that I learn from them, I can get new stories. So just just expect new films, just expect new content marketed every time on my. timeline and my channels just expect everything good from summer benefits
1: so um i I know that you wanted to talk about the uh bee awards a little bit and how that affected your company
3: the awards uh, first of all it's the busoga busoga extreme excellence awards busoga is a sub-region okay it's a sub-region in 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 uganda uh busoga extreme excellence awards uh organized with an aim of rewarding excellent efforts in film uh, uh fashion and media uh we have we have gotten nominations oh we, we they're they are nominating the team is getting from the device of setting the of categories done the best song the best designers and and a lot more things uh currently i'm just i'm just calling upon all filmmakers to submit in the film their works their links on the email bee awards uganda at gmail.com and so that they they can be screened during the award night even though Mm -hmm. you don't have the the, you're not nominated in any category your good works can be screened. We can get that good part that we can screen so that your work can be seen to the world. It can be seen in Uganda and seen by Ugandan people. Yeah.
0: That's really cool, man. I'm, uh, uh is there anything else you'd like to uh, say before we conclude?
3: Yeah, I'd like to say thank you to, uh, Adam Morgan and the podcast. the, the, the podcasts I'm, I'm forgetting the name of the podcast it's called opinions uh, and I, I, I beer want to say. the law it's
0: the the podcast is called uh, opinions and beer
3: okay the opinions and beer I, I, I want to say thank you to the opinions and beer podcast for giving me this good chance the wonderful chance to speak to the nation to, to speak to the world and them my my ideas and give them what i do and introduce them to what i do thank you to adam morgan and the producer and then i want to call upon everyone who is ready to support Yeah, to support our agency to support the youth down here that are ready to be skilled but they don't have that good support everyone out there can i want to call you uh, you can get connected to me through facebook uh, my facebook Account is summer benefits alpha, or my Facebook page, which is also summer benefits. You can get to us through Alpha Film Academy Facebook page. You can follow me on Instagram at summer benefits and Twitter at summer benefits. Also, my email is summer benefits at gmail.com. And then we get connected so that we can transform the world together. It's a big to put it to lay a a stone on something that is transforming. the the world because that's what we can do right now for the future
0: all right thank you shama and uh you'll be able to uh listen to the podcast i'll I'll send you a link to it when it's uploaded but uh it'll be uploaded uh probably for you would be the the 26th so that's going to be saturday you'll be able to no 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 friday the 25th so you'll be able to hear it friday
1: yeah, and we
3: just want to say okay. that it's, it's been an Thank absolute you very much. For the, thank you very much
0: for your time. No, man, thank you. I it was awesome having you. It's good to it's good to learn. We're always here to learn and teach people about the world. And uh I feel like some some places get uh left out and it's good to have you on.
3: Okay, thank you very much for giving me this chance to talk to people. Uh, I hope we can keep in touch. I'll, I'll, I'll and then the other thing you can you could also be nominated also in the category of the best uh, media personality. Then you have another category of the international act, okay. we, are, we are nominating Andrea. <laughs> yeah, that's, a good that's a great idea. is from USA. Yeah. We are nominating B J is also from UK. We are nominating some other people from different. Parts. It's it's an international act award. We are giving it out, so you can also be nominated in the B awards.
1: Then let the And we'll both be winners. How about
0: that? Hell yeah! That's awesome. But uh, all right, man. Yeah. I hope you have a good night. I know it's late over there.
3: Yeah, stay safe. Stay safe. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
0: Well, that was Sh- that was Shama benefits, and before that, we spoke with Dom Lenoir. Uh, great guests. Those were some good interviews. That was fun. That was really fun, and uh, we have way more in store. Uh, so make sure to subscribe to all of our all of our uh, channels. We have we're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, please follow us on our Facebook group. Join our Facebook group. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on uh, LinkedIn. Follow us on Twitter. Everything is opinions and beer. Yeah, good show today. I think we had a good show. There was a, I think there's a little bit of technical difficulties with the um with some of the audio. But you know what? That shouldn't matter. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> and today we were drinking cup beer, noodle flavored beer. This was ramen noodle beer. And it was okay. Or decent. It was fine. It was whatever. We drank it. And that's also my opinion (laughs) cuz this is opinions and beer opinions and beer opinions and beer can't go wrong with opinions and beer opinions and beer opinions and beer beer. all we got here are opinions (sighs) and
2: beer